Have you ever seen a sheep without a shepherd? Well, it's a mess. I remember I went to a a retreat cabin way north of uh, Santa Rosa. It was off the beaten path, no cell coverage, and you're looking out into the wilderness on top of a mountainside. Um, And it was really in the middle of nowhere. It was really, really beautiful. It was secluded, full of wildlife. And I kept, through the night, hearing this strange noise uh, around the cabin outside. And in the morning, I saw it. It was a sheep without a shepherd. At first, it did not look like a sheep. It had been, um, it had no one to uh, cut its wool and and to uh, shear it. And so it looked more like a monster that rises out of the laundry dryer lint catcher. It was huge. And you couldn't see the poor sheep because nobody could cut his hair. It was all tangled with brush and gunk. He was uh, left behind at some ranch, and he was just surviving. And I think he was doing so on the charity of the retreatants. I didn't take a picture at that retreat, but I did find a picture on the internet that is pretty similar to what I saw. And you can see what it's like. The poor sheep is overburdened with weight, overheated too. He can't eat right, can't really see where it's going. It's ragged and beat up, and totally, totally vulnerable to enemies. You need a shepherd to guide for it, to care for it, to take off the burden and heat, to show it to good pasture and safety, to give good protection to it. And that sheep that you see, my friends, that's you and me. It's you and me when we're on our own. We're rather pathetic. We need help. And God laments in the first reading that there are not enough good shepherds Many sheep, spiritually, like this poor fellow in the picture, is what happens. When you see the poor sheep, your heart goes out to him. You want to help to feel compassion for his problems. And that's exactly how Jesus looks at you and me. He has a burning desire to help us. All we have to do is let him. And so for us to be good sheep and avoid being laundry lint monsters... We need to listen to our shepherd and live as he lives. And today I want to highlight three lessons of wisdom that our good shepherd gives to us today. Now remember the context. The apostles were sent out last week, if you remember. And yes, they were unprepared and unqualified, but mighty miracles worked through them. They cast out many demons and they preached the the gospel. They, um, They healed those who were sick. They came back and they were excited. And the first thing, the wisdom of the shepherd, the first lesson is that we all need a break to rest. Jesus is not a slave driver expecting his apostles to work tirelessly around the clock. He knows that after such an intense experience and a draining one, the apostles need to rest, to recuperate, to get to have time to reflect on all that happened. There's a wisdom to having this balance. Because when we stop and reflect, that's where we kind of shed off the burden of the wool. We, We lighten up. We see clearly. We come back to the basics. And don't just get consumed with with work. We all need time to rest. And I learned this when I first uh, was over at St. Bernard's under Monsignor Rocha. 
Um, he taught me that my day off has to be almost sacred. Uh, I need it, humanly, spiritually. Um, otherwise, you can get into this workaholic mode. And I'll drive myself into the ground. I'm pretty good at it, but I still have issues. But it's not healthy when you don't rest. We need it, humanly and spiritually. We need rest. You know, sometimes people get upset when I don't schedule funerals or sick calls on Tuesday. But it's because I know that I need to follow this advice of the shepherd. And we all do. We all need to rest. Summer is a great time for that, to recuperate. And don't feel guilty about it. But also use that time to pray, to reflect more, to remember all the, grace, the, the, the work that God is doing in your life. We need to rest in, in that. That's the first lesson of the, of the Good Shepherd. We all need a break. Second, the shepherd does not count the cost. So Jesus was trying to get the apostles away to find a little retreat spot, uh, but he couldn't. And the whole crowd figures out where they're going. They come disembark, and there's all these sheep without a shepherd. And Jesus realizes that God's will is changing right now. His heart, his mercy could not neglect them. They are yearning. And so he, he accepts it. And he doesn't measure. He gives and gives and gives when the need is there. And that's um, something that we all have to, to be, be open to. Yes, sometimes we plan to go rest. But then sometimes the will of God changes. And we have to be open to that. For me as pastor, I always try to stop work you know, around 5 o'clock, if I can, if I don't have a meeting in the evening. Um, but many times still, souls will come up to me spontaneously as I'm walking across the parking lot or on a sick call. And you have to adapt to the will of God to allow Him to lead you. I always try to say yes and never no. I have to be there as a shepherd for my sheep. And many times, yes, I know it's hard. Sometimes I might be pushing it all day long. My patience is worn out. But a shepherd is called to give without measure. Because when some soul finally has the courage to ask for help, there's a moment of grace there that is so precious. And you have to capitalize on it to be generous at that moment. It's easy to start calculating the cost of gener generosity, to be impatient, to turn back on souls. But when the plan of God is putting this person in my path, I have to adapt to God's will and surrender. And this is the same thing with all of you. I know moms and dads work very hard. And you have, then you have your, your job, and then you have the demands of family. And you still have to give. Even if your plan was to have a relaxing evening, God's will might change. And in those moments, we're called to give without measure. Sometimes we have to sacrifice more for family. But that's what a shepherd does. Yes, we must rest on a regular basis, but when God's will for you changes, give without measure and without complaining. And the third lesson of our Good Shepherd is that the shepherd answers 
the deepest needs. Jesus sees all these sheep without a shepherd, and his heart is moved with pity. And he immediately starts teaching them. And he's giving them the truth that they're searching for. But he's also going to give them something even more. Right after this, there's going to be the miracle of the loaves to answer their need. And Christ would just take a little bit of bread, multiply it for everyone, and have a super abundance afterwards. But when that would happen, some of the people would mistake what that sign meant. They thought it was all about easy food. Christ was going to make my life easy. No more uh, working for a living anymore. All my hunger will be satisfied. But that's not the deepest need we need in life. The deepest need in life is not the bread we eat, the here and now. The deepest need we have is for the bread of life, for Christ, for heaven. The deepest need we have in our hearts is for true purpose, aligning our life with eternal life, the infinite love of Christ for us, the presence of Christ in our lives. This is the deepest need. And this is what the shepherd always provides. But it's, it's tricky because sometimes we can get stuck on the superficial level. Jesus was giving them a sign of so much more. His body, his blood, the new covenant. And so the same thing happens with you and I. Jesus answers our deepest desires and needs, but we can get stuck on the superficial level, failing to see the profound gift and meaning he's trying to communicate to us. We want Jesus many times to simply take away our problems and our immediate needs. We get stuck on the here and now and lose sight of the bigger picture. The Good Shepherd gives us what we need the most. And sometimes that cross that you're carrying right now is exactly the greatest gift you could give. Because sometimes in carrying that cross, that changes us to keep our eyes on heaven, to become more like Christ, to grow in trust and in peace. We need to trust in that. Every time I go out to do anointing of the sick calls, I always tell the, 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 the parishioner that God always heals in anointing, always. But he heals the most important thing first, and many times the most important thing is not the body. Many times the most important thing is the healing of the soul. Learning to trust Christ even when it's difficult. Learning to surrender to Him. Because maybe God might not take away that cross in your life, but we still got to trust Him, still be generous, giving without cost. And as we do that, that's where we become more and more like our Good Shepherd. So today, don't be a sheep without a shepherd. It's too much of a burden, it's too heavy, it's too dangerous, it's ragged, and you expose yourself just to harm. Listen to the wisdom of our shepherd. Listen to his wisdom for us to rest, to give without cost, and to trust his answer to the deepest needs we really have. And as you do, to do this, 
The burden will be sheared off in life so you can see clearly the greatness God is doing.